Sip tea, the darker girl is sweeter Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever Kick back with two of your favorite divas Let's talk, let's talk, come on Stir it, give it something you could feel, yeah No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah Don't you know it's high time for high tea? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Black Tea. I am half of your host, Lucy Stuhl. And I am Bambi Banks Kool-Aid, the other half of said host. Lucy Stuhl, how are you doing today? Girl, Bambi, like you even care. You don't care how I'm doing. If you cared, you would come see me or some shit. Look, look, we've talked about this last episode. (laughs) I'm going to come visit you because I'm a good friend. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just saying, you make it seem like you come visit me more. <laughs> I, do. I do. I have been over your house many more times. Every time I come to the dispensary, I stop by the little Kool-Aid Maison. It's, it's been twice. Um, wow. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not going to argue the specifics of it. Just know that. <laughs> That's all y'all need to know. Bambi is mean to me. That's all I'm trying to say. You I don't get to see, like, she tries to push me down the stairs. She won't change my diaper when I You literally pushed me down once. Like, physically attacked me now at y'all, Smart Bar. Now, y'all, y'all know me. I would never do nothing like that, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, Lucy still is that girl who bumps into you and then cries wolf when everyone <laughs> turns around. I very much am that girl. <laughs> She got me there. I am very much am that girl. Uh, yeah, don't don't even be walking down the street like on my side of the sidewalk because if you bump into me, I'm gonna like literally lose my shit and act like it's your fault. <laughs> but Lucy, I just want to know why are you in drag today? What's going on? Oh yeah, the girls can't see me. Well, I was actually filming for um every year I do a show at the Annoyance Theater um called the Groundhog's Day Spectacular. Uh And we decided to bring it back again this year. So we're uh, getting our little digital shit together. So I was just recording some uh, clips for that. Come on, digital moment. Who's in that show? I saw that Adam was. Well, yeah, you know, Adam LeBlanc, the lead singer of 16 Candles, and uh, his husband, Tom Too, uh, actually put all of that shit together. So, um, yeah, it's them. And it's got, like, most of the cast from uh, most of the other years. We've done this show every year for about the past six years. So, um, yeah, it's kind of fun. I wish we were there together to be able to bring it back because it's just one of my favorite things to do. But um, it'll be it'll be fun to be able to do a little digital version this year. That's sickening. That's sickening. I'm currently working on digital shows as well. Um, oh, can you tell us about any of them, Bambolina? Child, not really, because I couldn't. <laughs> I, I don't write nothing down. Um, okay. I know I'm doing one that's uh 
Well, that's a lie. I do know about the Valentine's Day uh, show that the um, Black Drag Council is doing. We are doing the Victoria Monet Experience. It is going to be a visual album hosted Ooh, by the Hotties. It's going to be really cute. Um, but then I'm doing this other show that's a drag sh- a drag show themed drag show, which <laughs> I'm doing that one too. I love it. Child, I'm just, I'm really shook at <laughs> the idea of performing some of my favorite um, drag divas. Uh, I would need y'all to like tune into that. I'm going to post that poster later. I mean, I'm sure it'll be done by the time this episode's out. So let me show Yeah, you. by the time this episode is out, they can probably find it on uh, Twitch. No, actually, they can't find it on Twitch because of copyright. They get rid of shit. So uh, yeah, we'll have to, we'll send you a clip of it. But I am so fucking jazzed for this for a drag themed drag show. Like, it's just brings up so many funny ass ideas like bambi i really would just want to see you do like the drag queen eight count for like five minutes child i wish the way i haven't done an eight count in nine months it's um, been so long oh I, I love your drag eight count damn i really i really be dancing to sweet melodies in my living room um, <laughs> by myself um <laughs> I just really want, I want to see more, like, people do iconic performances. Like, I would like somebody to, you know, pull up one of the good old showgirls. Like, I saw this video the other day of Jasmine Masters performing to Whip My Hair. And I'm going to need somebody to recreate that ASAP. Like, okay, I don't even... She's wearing like a limited no, t-shirt. No, don't tell me. Don't tell me because I have to. I, I want to just be able to step into that moment for the first time and see that because I'm just, just imagining what it could look like. I just need to know how she connected that ponytail to her scalp. I'm really trying to figure out. Oh, bitch. I cannot Ooh. wait to watch this. I would try and pull it up right now, but it will like literally fuck up my my whole little recording studio I've got set up. Child, Jasmine Masters is the moment. I don't know if y'all know this or if y'all are aware. I'm sure you are because you know, and I oop and judge and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she's done it all. <laughs> I've watched so many like showgirl videos of her. I feel like she was there every week. <laughs> like... See, Jasmine's another amazing one because it's like just another one of those drag legends before like they even got onto a TV. So like she has so much fucking history. And has traveled and done shit that, like, we're still just fucking talking about. Like, Jasmine is that bitch. True. Speaking of that bitch, you know, Tamisha Iman um, needs yes. to win, win Drag Race. Um, Girl. Girl. I need her to least, win. She at least needs to get Miss Congeniality. I, I I don't know. Is that really a prize? I just kind of want her to win, you know? <laughs> I mean, I want her to win also, but... I think it's great to walk away with ten grand and be called Miss Congeniality. They get money? Yeah, bitch. Oh, okay. They get like five or ten grand every year. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, fuck a namesake. I'm talking about the cash that's coming with it. Yeah, well, I like that they're like, you know, giving out more cash prices. That's cute. They better be fucking coughing it up. This, I mean, after this fucking last year, everybody needs to be paying double, double of what they fucking were. Honestly, like, I don't want to get too much into it, especially not before we bring our guest in. But I'm just like, the way that I have like completely fucked myself over in this last year after taking the last 10 years to build myself up. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, girl. Uh, <laughs> like, about it. 
like everybody gonna have to pay double for a little bit because bitch, it's a game of catch up for a few years after that. But let me not let me not delve into that part of the of the bullshit we're dealing with. We do have a little bit of joy to to relay and experience today because today was inauguration day. Yes, and the girls were stepping out, Miss. <laughs> Us faggots, we were like, "Girl, we don't care about this policy bullshit." What the fuck, everybody wearing? Girl, Miss Obama ate the girls up. She Here. came in with that bang. She came in with the bang, girl. I need the wig. I need the wig. I need the belt. I need the that big was laid. She had on the different shades of maroon. I was like, oh, she was the moment. She literally was the moment. And you know what, Miss Jill Biden? I love that little periwinkle with the matching gloves fantasy. Very cute. I do love white women in light blue. I do love that. You know, they actually, that's right. They actually do look good in light blue. That's like their uh, color. Every time, every time they eat it up. Pink that and is, blue. That is their color. You are so fucking right about that. Damn, I never thought about that, but that is cute. I mean, of course, like, black people look great in it, too, because every color is ours. Like, invented the rainbow and wearing it. True. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we'll give the white girls the, the light blue. That does look good. And <laughs> was that Kamala wearing, like, the purple coat? Kamala was wearing... Yes, she was wearing purple. She's wearing a purple yeah, suit. Yeah, she, she had that purple suit. It was okay. cute. You know, she was giving vice president things. She was like, I'm here for business. You know, I'm, well, I'm you know, she's a cop. She ain't got time to be worried about fashion. Ah, Mrs. <laughs> Officer, Mrs. <laughs> Officer. Girl, I'm not yeah. letting up on her ass. I'm like, glad to have you, bitch, but I'm watching you hard, too. Right, right. Last time we let a cop in, we thought it was going to be all good. And now we have Lori Lightfoot. Yep. Life. Look at us. See, and that's what I was saying, too. I was like, as a cautionary tale, the rest of the country needs to look at Chicago and what happened when we thought we were being fucking progressive. Not me, because I didn't vote for our ass because I knew what was going to happen. I voted T. for the other black lesbian. Um, y'all thought y'all were being progressive and voted for this fucking cop. And look what look what's happening. We told y'all. So, like, literally, yet again, let us remind you to fucking listen to what our black asses have to say, because we usually are fucking right about what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of that, Miss B- <laughs> Miss Bambi, who is our guest for today? Ciao. Okay. I don't know if y'all know, but she is the breakout star of season one of Dragula. She is the comedy doll, the the roller skating doll, the hip dot collab doll. Please give it up for the one and only Meatball. Yes. Hi, vocal. I I always have to do a little bit of a wicked riff at the beginning. Oh, yes, mama. So I was going right. to see how long it was going to take before that happened and like coming in with it. Well, we just really set the tone for this immediately. Well, I was going to do Lady Gaga's end of the um, Star Spangled Banner riff or whatever she's saying, but oh, I did not remember it. Yeah, I don't remember how that one goes already. It was almost like Whitney Houston's, but it was not as good. Someone actually yes. compared that performance to Whitney Houston doing the national anthem, and I was like, I'm sorry, sit down, that's un-American. Yeah, how dare you? I love that the girls were like, well, you know what? She's not really a vocalist. She's giving more performance, you know? I was like, not that. First of all, is the vocalist. Like, what the fuck? Like, she yeah. has she has vocals. You know, I think that the thing is, is that what we have not accepted is that not every girl can sing the Star Spangled Banner or the 
uh, yeah, Star Spangled Banner, whatever that damn song whatever is. Whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> like, not everybody can sing that. That's not going to fit in everybody range. You know, Whitney is the voice for a reason. That's why it's, it's not going to get any better. You know, Destiny, sh- uh, you know, Beyonce needed two girls to help her match. <laughs> Damn, you about to have the yeah. beehive coming for us, Bambi. Goddamn. Girl, no shade. I love, look, I love the beehive. The only reason I know this is because I am a part of the beehive, babe. I've been there since Destiny's Child. Oh, shit, I'm here she goes. <laughs> here she goes. My go. first ever concert was a Destiny's Child concert, but it was a free concert at Astro World, which is Six Flags in Houston. Yeah. And Are you from at- Houston? Yeah, I'm from Houston. It was back when there was four of them. I know you're from Houston. You and uh, uh, Auntie Chan. Auntie Chan. Period. Yes, Chan. But it was, it was Latavia and the other one. And it was literally like right before they got kicked out of the group. <gasps> Damn. So you literally got to see history. I did. And I had no idea who they were. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin took me. You know, also, my, one of my first concerts was Destiny's Child, um, but it was a part of the TRL tour. So it was Destiny's Child, Eve, Jessica Simpson, Solange, uh, Nelly, and the Rough Riders. And I think that was it, but that was like my first concert. How iconic to see all of those people at the same time. And I had actually also made my own outfit. I had bleached my own jeans and got an airbrush t-shirt, bitch. I was... Ready. So she she got in drag. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that was my high school drag. That was definitely my fucking high school drag. Oh, my God. Well, Meaty, it's so good to have you here on the show with us today. We have been uh, wanting to you to bring your ass on the black tee for a minute, so I'm glad it got to happen in uh, season two. Yes. I remember when it first switched over to black tea and that the theme song started playing. And the first thing I did was call you and sing it. Cause I was like, don't you know it's high time for high tea. I was like, I don't know the notes, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> that theme song already iconic. Tyre is like one of the best vocalists and musicians in Chicago. I am uh, always so happy turning that shit on and hearing that like start off that way. But I like, you know, we've been friends for a while. Me and Meaty have like a, a friendship outside of this, like drag shit um but something i've never really talked to you about and you might be tired of talking about it but i want to talk about the experience on dragula ah oh, mm. we meeting yeah i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I have, you know, I have never, like, really touched on that with you, and I just, it, I don't know, it's just kind of interesting to hear from other people's, like, point of view, but like Bambi said earlier, you are definitely, like, the breakout star of, like, season one, and I'm wondering if when you signed up for that shit, did you ever think that, like, this is what will be coming afterwards? No, uh, no absolutely not. I, <laughs> I also, it was such a weird experience because... So it just popped up that that was like four years ago. Like the crowning ceremony for wow. Vander was four years ago. So that had to, we had to have at least filmed it like five years ago. And I've only been doing drag for five years. Shit. So when they asked me to do that, I was like a drag baby. I had maybe been doing drag for six months. And I was like, this is my big break. Um, and they, it was weird because they like came and asked me to be on it, but it was like way before they had any idea of what it was going to be. It was just like, hey, we're doing this web series. And they d- did it under this, like, shroud of secrecy. They, like, sent me a text message and was like, meet us at Precinct at whatever. And I was like, oh, is there a party? And, like, I got to Precinct, and it was just the Boulets sitting at a bar table by themselves when the bar was empty. 
It was very uncomfortable. And then they were like, here, sign this piece of paper. And I signed it. And they were like, now you can't tell any secrets. Would you want to do this show? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not really doing anything else. I've only been doing drag for six months. It would be dumb for me to say no. Yeah. Um, and I think they chose me because they had been doing these Dragula. It used to be a club event, which had three challenges. And it was like, you had to come up and serve a look. You had to come up and do an acting challenge. And then the final challenge was like a lip sync with someone else. And so yeah. I had won that twice. And the second time I won was, I think, the five-year anniversary of the Dragula party. So mm-hmm. to win that, that was like kind of a big deal. And I was just like, cool, this is great. This is so fun. So then the show started and we filmed it. We filmed it every Sunday or Saturday. I can't remember, but it was once a week. And you, okay, so quick question. Did you always want to be like a spooky-esque queen? Because I feel like your drag now doesn't lean to, it's leaning more like campy and like stuff like that. But like, you kind of have to lean into like the spooky when you do the show. So was that like always the plan at first? I think that they thought that I was spooky. I never thought I was spooky. I literally showed up to things dressed up as like a clown. Like I was just always wearing clown outfits. So Uh I think that they thought that I could like do spooky, but I know I never considered myself an ooky spooky girl. And I think I even said that to people like during the show, I was like, I'm not. Yeah ooky spooky i'm here to have a good time like i i am competitive so when it started i was like i do want to win but like you kind of start looking around and realizing like what your brand is and what what's happening around you so i was like might as well just be the loudest person here right you know go along for the ride and then dip out when you need to yeah i feel that i feel like that's like kind of like the format of all these drag shows is like they have a story to tell you just need to find your storyline and stick to it and do your best you can with it at this point well and also it was like they didn't it was the first time doing it we were like guinea pigs like they didn't really know what the the format was gonna be they just knew that they wanted us to do certain things and then i think they figured it out in editing so i was just like i guess i'll be loud i guess (laughs) guess i'll run around and be loud yeah i'm okay so are there things that like just didn't make it on the show um i haven't i don't know where to watch it i would love to go back and watch it but i don't know where it is anymore it's no longer on youtube what about netflix i I, I could probably search harder uh stuff that didn't make it on the show uh, not season one just season two and season three are on on the internet somewhere i think season two is on amazon and season three is on netflix and season and the reunion thing is on shutter so it's really spread out you could if you want yeah a lot of accounts you could go watch the whole thing (laughs) would you like go back and do like a all-star season if they ever had one um that is a very good question and i now that they're like it's like different I yeah I I am I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't want to. I uh I don't think um that is for me anymore. I think that I find myself to be more of like a comedy person. I've been working in like the comedy scene before I started doing drag, 
and being there was like a, a fun experience and I made a lot of friendships and stuff. But at the end of the day, like I'm not dying to get like tortured on camera again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like the type of person that wants to kind of be in control of my surroundings, uh, whatever yeah. they are. So I always feel like the, the extermination challenges like are always the scariest at the like top of the season. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's just because like the last one was like their first challenge was like jumping out of a plane and I have a fear of fucking heights. So I would be like, uh, but don't no. you, Oh, you would say no. I feel like, there no, I mean, uh, because I'm on TV, I would say, yeah, obviously I'd say yes, but I feel like honestly, I'd say no. <laughs> Bambi would be backstage like fuck that jumping out of a plane there's no chance that I was gonna die like there's a human being strapped to my back how is there no chance well here's what I'm saying they probably couldn't get me on that plane I'm probably over the weight limit they were probably like no there's no (laughs) place big enough for you chub chub so Uh, I feel like I'd be safe now um I don't know that I think jumping out of a plane is like a much nicer experience than like getting a, a a hook through your chest True. I mean, I get what you mean. Out of all the things, like, looking back at it, like, being shocked and, like, all that stuff, it's like, yeah, jumping out of a plane seems, like, trivial. I'm just saying with the, like, stress of, like, what Mm. going on a competition show is, I'd be like, bruh, I'm gonna faint. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, like, before we even, like, fall out of the plane, I'm gonna faint. Like, I'm not even gonna remember it. Like, and honestly, that might be sickening TV, so... (laughs) <laughs> Maybe I should just get in the fucking plane. Yeah, like you're just falling out of the sky and you just ragdoll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Roller yeah. coasters when you pass out. I love that. Yeah, and then keep waking up. Wait, so you're are you also a musical theater doll? Uh, I always tried. I don't have the voice. I don't have the range. Um, but when I was in, where in Houston were you? I lived in the north side of Houston. Okay. I see I was in Katy. I was so I lived uh in Inwood North, like around the like Klein mm. district, around all that. So stuff. we did mm-hmm. play you in fo- I know my school played you in football because Klein was like one of the big competitors. I was That's at, iconic. I was at Cinco Ranch. I was in Katy, Texas, which was so white and so bougie that like they didn't they did a full play about Cuban people and like Afro Latino people and didn't cast me, but the whole cast was like white people that they spray tanned. So that was the oh high school God. that I went to, and I was like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, Texas is kind of wild. We did a, um, I mean, not in high school, but like I used to do uh, theater in like community colleges or community uh, theaters and all that shit. And I did a production of West Side Story <laughs> where the whole cast was like, one okay so the two main characters were latin or the three main characters were latinx anita was um black i was black and then everyone else was like jewish (laughs) (laughs) what are they doing when they were like i want to be in america Girl, just singing it with the accent. Just singing it with just the accent. Just right there, girl. Look, they said, they said we are molding these young children. You know, we're letting them know, giving them a little taste, giving them a little taste of culture. Okay. Oh my gosh. When is Miss Toto's dollar store? What do you do at the dollar store? She gets fucking blasted and gets on Instagram live and sells stuff for a dollar, and it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like you're selling your drag for she a dollar sells it, but she'll like put it on and she like yeah 
and there's like bidding wars in the comments, but it's like I'll pay her five dollars, six dollars. Like they're mad about it's really interesting. Girl, the way I'm trying to Oh yeah, I saw that you're getting rid of a bunch of stuff. I was like, fuck, I wish she was fat. <laughs> that's so goofy why are you doing that that's hilarious that is funny it's really funny and it, i feel like it's a way for you to engage with like right now there's no engagement with like your followers it's, really. it's giving me it's giving me very much facebook queen you know like how they do oh like the girls that sell the jewelry yes i saw the, I, the and, and like the what wait, but isn't that just a pyramid scheme that they're all in? What? There's like a- I have no idea. <laughs> For some of them I was like, damn, this really a four piece item. <laughs> See, I did a drag sale, but my shit was all so shitty. I literally was like giving it away for like three dollars. Cause I was like, I don't want it in my house and like I'm just gonna put it in the garbage. So I just like, oh no. <laughs> if you've never seen Miss Toto, Miss um, Toto's dollar sale, make sure you go check that out on her IG live. She does it from time to time. She just gets really blasted, really high, and just, you know, sells a bunch of shit for a dollar. So if you like drag, and if you like Miss Toto. <laughs> and watching people fight in the comments. Speaking of buying shit, though, I'm trying to get one of Meatball's new embroidered shirts. Oh! Ah. Like, like, where the hell did that come about? Miss thing. My so I saw these stupid ass embroidery machines online and I was like, I want one. And they were very expensive. So I said, Mom, I want one. And for Christmas, that was my <laughs> Christmas gift. Cause I just thought it would be like really fun to embroider like anything, like my name on anything or whatever. And then it um I was like, Oh, I should sell t shirts. And then I, I I don't know. They just take like an hour to make. Like each single yeah. t shirt takes about an hour plus thirty minutes of like prepping and cutting it all so then when i started selling them for 30 dollars, i was like i'm really just paying myself 30 dollars an hour like i should up the price on these um, <laughs> fuck yes i don't know i mean i aren't you guys just bored like there's like literally nothing to do i get in drag maybe once a month now so i've been like yeah. trying to find other stuff that like is a creative outlet for me something that i enjoy that doesn't involve like full-blown drag because I think for me, I've come to the realization that I still won't be in another club probably for another six months being an actor. Oh, yeah. I think, Absolutely. yeah, I think we've all, like, you know. But it didn't I hit think, me. I keep telling everybody. I know, but it didn't hit me. I For some reason, I said, New Year, baby, we at it again. And then I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're fucking not. I'm I not. really thought that, yeah, I thought that that was hilarious about that, like, specifically this New Year, everyone just being like, COVID's over. Yay, 2020 is over. COVID is over. That's dead. We're over that. Like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hell no. Hell no. We got too much. We got... I, I keep telling everybody, I'm like, I'm not even putting anything into the air, pack, like, until 2022. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 20, 2022 is when we're, like, realistically, like, coming back. So, I mean, it's smart, like you said, to, like, try and figure out other things that are, like, interesting and, like, keep you busy and that you can fucking make money off of. Because we got to find a whole nother fucking avenue to try and get back to you know, one quarter of what we were fucking like making and doing before. Yeah. Like, and I think it's so cool that you did the embroidered t-shirts just because I don't know, it kind of includes sewing. And then it's just like those stupid ass phrases. Like what do the two shirts say? So far I have come dump diva. Uh, <laughs> and then baby slut club. 
I didn't realize that the adult baby diaper lover community was going to be hitting me up so hard. So when, <gasps> um, so I'm going to be making a lot more of those when I get my machine back. But it did, in fact, break after owning it for like two weeks. No way! No. And I, you must believe I was that bitch that called the company and was like, listen. Because it would still make the shirts, but it started making this really loud squeaking noise. And I was like, I yeah. babysit through it. And I made two shirts with it squeaking. And my boyfriend was like, you have to turn that off. So I like, <laughs> I called the company and mailed it back to them. And I was like, you could send me a new one. You could fix that one. I don't really care what you do, but like, I need it back within two weeks. So yeah, yeah that's where I'm, I'm a very at. busy woman. Yeah. I was like, I got nothing else to do. It was the only thing I had. <laughs> I'm glad they're fucking like fixing that. Cause I love those shirts and I need a baby slut club shirt too. I feel like I owe you one since I destroyed your apartment. Oh my God. <laughs> The story of Meatball destroying my apartment oh, for a weekend. God. You know, I'm not I'm not even mad at it. I wasn't mad at it then. And I, I couldn't even be mad at it now because you told me. You said, look, bitch, I'm about to come through here and fuck your I whole literally house was like, up. Are you sure you want me to stay with you? I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and this bitch came in, y'all. My favorite thing is that every I think I think of you every day, literally every day, because I see the black um fucking stain on my carpet from where you spilled that entire bottle what? of weed on. An entire oh bottle God. of Weebon onto her white carpet. <laughs> oh my and I was like, gosh. the next morning I was flying out. And so all I could do was like Amazon you Weebon remover and like, like <laughs> maybe that'll get it out of your carpet. <laughs> Bye, bitch. It was so funny. Oh my God. And it sits there to this fucking day because wasn't, wasn't nobody fucking touching that shit. I tried with the Weebon remover, but that wasn't fucking happening. Was but you know what? The best, one of my best uh, favorite trips to Chicago. Like staying that was such, such a good time. That was such a fucking good one. You were doing drag matinee that weekend, weren't you? Yeah. And then I we also did Queen. We hosted Queen. Where you kept telling me you were like, Yeah, I got a sewing machine. It works. We went all the way to a Joann's to buy fabric. And then I start trying to use your sewing machine at your house. And it was broken. <laughs> oh yes, that's fucking right. So I had to God go host it. Queen and just a piece of red fabric wrapped around <laughs> my body. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Oh fuck! And no, girl, you so look funny. <laughs> I look busted, and then I couldn't only look busted, but fucking Big Dipper had to be in town that weekend, so he came by oh to look at me, and, he, and he's the most critical person of my drag. And he was like, "Oh my god, this you have to leave." I love like I also love that I love that you and Dipper have come together because like I've known I've known Dipper since I moved to Chicago like 14 years ago, and y'all are just such a great fucking pairing. He's yeah, he's very funny. Um, I it's weird that we get along because I feel like if we didn't have the podcast, I'd probably try to avoid him. Yep. Oh <laughs> I can God. totally see that. No, I could totally see that. I could totally see that. He's definitely somebody that if I didn't get along with, then yeah, I'd be like, let me stay the fuck away from this he person. Just every he works so hard. <laughs> I'm so lazy. And it's it's interesting because it's like we'll say we'll like make up a fake song on the podcast. And when the episode's over, he's like, We should finish that. Let's do that. And I'll be like, Yeah, sure, whatever. Like never thinking it's gonna happen. And then like two days later. I'll have like full lyrics to a parody song and he'll be like, we can get the music together and do this. And I was like, 
I have no interest. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we, did a, we did a one-off joke on the podcast. It doesn't need to be a real thing. There's, there are two kind of artists in the world, okay? Yep. <laughs> Literally, my procrastinating ass, I'd be like, girl, that ain't never fucking happening. But like... Like, thank God we have people like that in our lives, yeah. though, because, like, I am I am definitely one of those people that will sit back on an idea until somebody ends up, somebody else ends up doing it a year later. Oh, and doesn't that just make you so mad? It oh, does. my God. I'll be, like, fuming, and then I'm the only person I can be mad at is myself because I'm the one that didn't do shit. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll be, like, so pissed at myself. So that's, like, one of these things that I'm, like, trying to really force myself into in, like, 2021 is just, like, I need to find some motivation to fucking do anything. Like maybe I need to start embroidering some fucking shirts or something. Yeah. I Well, I'm in the same spot. So I've kind of convinced we had a tarot card reader on our podcast and she was like, pull your shit together basically to me. And I, I think <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that like, I I love Bob, the drag queens and uh, YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's just yeah. like, he's just doing whatever he wants or they're just doing whatever they want to do. Like, they'll yeah. do a makeup tutorial. They'll do uh, just them out of drag talking to someone. So I was like, it, it's not that hard to just sit in front of a camera for two hours. So I'm yeah. hopefully going to start doing, like, one video a week or one every other week or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, what are you guys doing to fulfill that, like, need to perform? Bambi, what are you doing? Because I feel like Bambi's a lot more active yeah, than I Yeah, the cooking show. I, yeah, I mean, I just try to find, like, other aspects to, like, put my drag into. I'm doing, like, a lot of, like, random, like, ads. But, like, I did, like, that weird Billy ad. I'm doing, like, some weird shit that I can't talk about yet. I, I, did, mm. like, I did, like, some weird German album movie that's coming out in, like, what? March. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so cool. Yeah, it's just, like, yeah, it's, like, me lip syncing in German. Like, it's kind of wild. But... <laughs> um. Um, and they let me drive a Tesla. It was <gasps> um I saw the Bessie and the Tessie and was like, what the fuck? Yeah, child. So I don't know. It's just like, I don't know, finding a way to like take your what you've built already and like spin it into like digital. Mm-hmm. I, I hate I hate it, but yeah, you know. I, 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 that's <laughs> what I signed up for. It's like no. I, I was never a model, you know, I was always an actrice. And so it's just <laughs> weird. <laughs> Being a model now. <laughs> shit, I fucking Here. y'all. I'm I'm fucking failing the pandemic. I hate this shit. I seriously. I don't think anybody's fit. It's not pass or fail. Yeah. It's just. A, it's I just know. A, I think it's just. They're making it through it stronger than I think a lot of other people are. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's what I try to remind myself when I get like too down on it. But like, just like going through this breakup and like being alone and then trying to find like motivation, like in the midst of being completely alone and depressed is like, I, yeah. I, 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 it, until I get something on the horizon, I literally feel like I have nothing. So it's been, <laughs> it's been pretty fucking tough for me. Like, honestly, if I didn't have this dog, I think I'd be a lot fucking worse off. Yeah. That's when I got my cat too. Yeah. I got so. a, I got a cat too. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you had a cat. What's your baby's name? Her name is Deborah, but it's spelled D E B O R A H. Uh, Deborah. Oh, that's that's, Deborah. that's literally how my aunt spells her name. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that's how she spells it. That's so funny. That's a Houston. It got, it's got to be a Houston I think thing. It apparently. is because we were at the vet and they were like, "What's her name?" And we were like, "Deborah." And they were like, "D E B R A." And I was like, "No, ma'am. There's no. <laughs> there's an O and an H unnecessarily." 
<laughs> it is Miss Deborah up in here. God damn it. God damn it. But yeah, I, I'm so thankful for like Nelly. And thankfully now, like there's some stuff on the horizon that's kind of like got me back into gear that I also can't really talk about at the moment. But, um, you know, we're just we're 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 trying to manifest some good shit for the rest of this fucking year. But to be honest, bitch, I'm working on uh, my motherfucking resume. I'm trying to get a job at a dispensary. <gasps> that part. Oh, yeah. Also, you know what also really motivates me? And, I, and then this is probably just like some weird like nerdy shit for me. But like if you ever like feel unmotivated, watch some fucking anime. And here's why. <laughs> them little niggas who play the lead character be having all the odds against them. And somehow <laughs> they talk, they manifest that shit and talk themselves into winning at the end. And I just think that it is, you know. Anytime I'm feeling down, I'm just like, if Naruto can fucking do it, if this little annoying <laughs> nigga can get through these exams, I can too. Okay, COVID is nothing. He out here fighting like 12 ninjas at the same time. <laughs> See, I'm I like, good. I totally get that, but I like rather do that with porn. So like, I'll look at like Armand Rizzo and be like, if he can take that dick, then I can take this. Oh day. my god! That young man takes some literal like horse cock. Like I, he should give a class. Like that's what he should be doing during this fucking quarantine. He should be giving a class on how to take that much dick. Well, we should have him on our podcast because we did do that fisting special, and we got Wait a- we had oh, two yes. arms and a man on camera before I was like, this is a Zoom call. Are we going to get arrested? See, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another one of my favorite things about sloppy seconds is that it will just get fucking sloppy and y'all will absolutely like go there. And that fucking fist giving, that was one of my favorite digital things that has fucking happened in this last year. Like, how did y'all even fucking come up with well, that? Well, it was one of those situations where I said on the podcast, I was like, we should just do a fisting special. And he was like, and Dipper was like, yeah. And then two weeks later, they were like, okay, we have you guys' Pornhub's account set up. This is the guy getting <laughs> fisted. We should do it in November. Fistgiving will advertise now. And I was like, Dipper, it was a one-off comment. But I mean, if it's happening, it's happening. Like, I don't care. But it was just, I mean, it was just an idea that came to mind. We're going to do a lot more of them coming up. We, um, yes. but we have to find a better host because being on Zoom doing that is a little sketchy. Yeah, what was that like? That well, because we were trying to sign up. Like, okay, here's what I learned: they make it almost impossible for sex workers to make any money on the internet. Like, they don't want yep. them to survive. Yeah. So, um, tip them extra. Send any sex worker you know who has like a Pornhub account or an OnlyFans money because that you have to send in like basically all of your personal information to these companies for them to do a full background check on you. And then you have to wait a week before they can approve you to even show content. And then if you want to have someone else, like, so we got approved and then we were like, okay, this is our porn star or person that we're going to be using. And they were like, no, we have to approve all of their information. It just made it so hard. So we just were like, let's do a Zoom call. Yeah. They make it almost impossible to create pornography. If you're not part of a studio. Huh. That's so wild, especially considering coming from Pornhub, who, like, thrives off of people's homemade videos. I know! But they make... I don't know. So, we did all that. It was just a ton of work on that end. Um, 
but I mean, we're really excited to do another one. Hopefully, it's going to be something. I, I what is as good as fisting? What is as good I as know. watching someone get fisted? Like I was like, hot wax isn't going to do anything there. for me. That's what I was trying to think of too. I was like, what could come next? But I mean. I mean, if we could have somebody like Armand giving examples on how to take big dicks, I don't know. I would watch that. Yeah, just like set up like a row of giant dildos and they get progressively <laughs> larger. Yeah, like I like that. Them. Or, you know what y'all could do? Take it back to like the 90s. Um, and I remember watching this as a little kid on Real Sex. You could have like, how many people can you fuck in one time session? Oh, wait a minute. We can't do that right now. Fuck. That's a lot that of that's a lot of tests. <laughs> well, I mean, damn. Uh, well, one day we'll have to circle back yeah, to like, that. Idea. But soon, but soon, you know, because the scene <laughs> is coming out. <laughs> Daddy Biden is in the office. Mama Kamala is in the office. Yes, like we can only soon, fucking hope. Soon like, it's gonna be how many people can you fucking one day, Miss Lucy Stool? Child. Oh my god, don't there's never enough. There's literally never, never enough. Have y'all had I, any hookups during the quarantine? Huh. Huh. Bambi, have you had any hookups during the quarantine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Well, yeah. yeah, I have I have to. I finally I finally like gave in and was like, look, I'm an adult. I know about harm reduction. I know about keeping myself and my partner's safety in this way. And even though this is something that, like, I, I don't know everything about, like, I can figure out a way to, like, get some ass, like, and I need it. Yeah, yeah, like, I can figure out how to fucking do it. So I had a, I had a little quarantine them friend, and uh, it was it was going pretty great, actually. I mean, beautiful person, 10-inch fucking dick. Got me to bottom for him. I hadn't bottom in like fucking years. Like, oh my it was goodness! Oh wow! And do you know? You know I bottom for this motherfucker, and I ain't heard from him since. Well, did you? <laughs> did, did you pull a milk? Oh no! <laughs> See, I didn't even make no chocolate milk on that one, and you know, just <laughs> and just, and that's the plight of being a bottom doll. Like that's, that's so scandalous. Like we had so many great hookup sessions, like hours. I mean, literal hours of sex each time we hooked up. And I bought them for him one time, and I ain't heard from the motherfucker since. And now you know why tops don't deserve rights. <laughs> I agree. I fucking agree. Now we know. Well, um, we know Miss Meatball is getting laid because her man lives with her, right? Yes. <laughs> bounce and break your back, baby. Bitch, I'm so I'm so fucking jealous. Like, God damn, I'd really go for some live-in dick right now. Um, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi said, no, I'm all right. That sound like a lot of management, a lot of I don't know. <laughs> Like, after, like, being in a relationship, I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know, <laughs> I will say, being locked inside with him for almost a year, it, uh, um, it's not bad, but this last month, so he works in, like, film and television production, so I can't really do anything because if I get COVID, then he gets it, and then he loses his job. But he, Oh, shit, yeah. Last month, they've been on break because, like, of course, one in three people in, in L.A. right now has COVID, so they're just everywhere mm. here is being super safe. So he's just been home, and I was like, "Ooh, I miss you not being here. I miss you yeah. being at work." Yeah. He left. Yeah. He left to go see his parents for three days, and came back, and I was like, "Ugh, so soon." Couldn't have <laughs> 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 a little longer. 
<laughs> but, oh, that being, but that being said, do you feel like y'all have gotten a lot closer over this past year? Yeah, I feel like we're going to be fine. I know so many other couples that have broken up years, you know, and yeah. um, <laughs> other <Yeah>. people. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> like a lot of people breaking up because it's like you really, once you're with someone for like a long enough time and then you're stuck with them almost, you kind of see all the things that were annoying you, but you didn't notice before or all the stuff that you were blind to because you were so in love with them. And it's yeah. just like, you know, it, you may still be in love with them, but you're kind of like, these are deal breakers for me and I'm an adult and I can make these decisions. And I haven't that, hit any of those yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really important. Cause that's, that's literally, yep. <laughs> I was going to say, cause that's a fucking blessing. And that's literally where I was like, that's, I mean, hey, you just read us down. <laughs> I was like, oh, I felt that. Well, because I've been, I was, I've been in like some terrible relationships where I was like cheated on and like kept dating them afterwards. And just like, I was really just like abusing myself pretty much. And like, now I've learned, like, I'm too old to be doing that. Like, you can either be a part of my life or you can't, but like, I'm not going to weigh who I am and like my personality and anything about myself on this relationship. This is like a part of my life. It isn't my life. Exactly. Come on, me, and right now, my life. life is sitting around, getting high, making clothes that will never see the light of day. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, that is so fucking real. How long have y'all been together now, me? I think three. It's three years now. Wow, lucky so not him. Super long. Yeah, lucky, lucky him. him. Without him, we wouldn't have this nice house. Or without me, he wouldn't be living in this nice house with a little kitty cat. Your little house is so fucking cute. I know! That is literally, like, one of my L.A., like, dream homes. I'm like, I would love to have a a fucking house like that. Well, you should come next time you're here. Last time you messaged me and you were just like, I was getting ready for this thing that got canceled, but... Oh shit! Yeah, remember because I was like, "Wait, are you here for the VMAs as well?" And you were yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah, uh, no." And I was like, "No." She told me that I was like, "Fuck." Not for the. Now she said the VMAs. I don't, I, I don't think it was the VMAs. I can't remember what it was, but it was some award show. And then, like, literally, it's the second time it's happened to me. The morning of it, like, I'm starting to get ready. I'm putting my makeup on, and they're like, "We're cutting the queens. We're cutting the drag queens." <gasps> Really? It happened to me once at the Emmys or the Golden Globes or something. I was there was supposed to be a bunch of drag queens dressed up as characters from um the best movie award thing, you know, mm-hmm. we were gonna walk the runway. Yeah. And so I got all dressed up like Nicole Kidman from um, <laughs> that bombshell movie. I had like an annoying bob. I was in like a suit. <laughs> I was like on a fucking Blackberry and they were like, um, go home. Queen, <laughs> if you ever were to do another like illusion and or wanted a, a, a acting project i would like to see you do a version of gone girl in the way that you did your titanic number okay okay <laughs> I'm, I'm, ready to try to, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about doing just like making another one of those type of numbers and i was like what are some iconic movies that like every fag loves imagine me on my hands and knees cleaning up blood (laughs) yes and you can call it gone girl actually i do really really love the idea of seeing a fucking gone girl interpretation okay gone girl is my type of drag i really like homicidal housewives i really do okay are you in the murder podcast 
Yeah, uh, I'm not into them, oh. but I will listen to one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, baby? I'm very I watch, into murder. I watch a lot of like true crime, like Netflix. Okay, <laughs> oh, that's me. Um, as we speak, uh, my TV is on mute, but it's on the Oxygen Channel on Snap. <laughs> yeah, I love Snap. I, I love Snap. I love true crime. I love all of that shit. I love all of it. And you know, honestly, everyone should be careful about me because I be paying attention. Back when we used to do drag. Um, <laughs> Back when we used to like do live performances, I was always killing some white man because I couldn't find nobody else. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Some of your, I mean, your crash landing like all stars winning performance was you killing a white man. I told (laughs) y'all. I remember that now. What is the future? I mean, what do y'all think the future of drag in Chicago is when stuff starts opening up? Well, uh, shit. That's a good cut fucking question, there's media. Been a, there's been a huge change more in the scene. There, there has been. There actually has been. You know, I'm, I, I am staying hopeful. I am full of hope for what can, for what North Halstead can be um, when we return. I think that combined with the work that we're doing with the council and everyone's kind of new mindset and the fact that we've kind of got you know the dictatorship mostly out of the way um people should be a little bit freer and things should be different but i still think it's going to take a lot of work to get to that i think Um, that a a lot of bars are going to fall into that like same like hierarchy situation that we were going through last time that's what i'm most nervous about i would love it if you know we could come up with some sort of union or you know um payment plan or you know maybe hire these queens who actually you know really do this for a living (laughs) yeah you know bambi you made you made this twitter remark that i was thinking about where it was like put all the girls on the books like if you actually have them you know getting paid and on your books these girls wouldn't be as struggling hard right now because they actually would be able to get unemployment and and not not just as a solo contractor which is what a lot of them try to do so they can underpay us but like actually on the books and having to pay me like a normal wage and i will work for you for a normal fucking wage instead of expecting phantom loyalty for no fucking reason like how much yeah and it's it's just and like especially when they want like that phantom loyalty but like if y'all are not putting out the money for that then i'm sorry that's just not possible like that's how i was in chicago too before like i saw that some people would like hitch their trains to like one place and i was like that's literally impossible like i'm going to have to work like almost everywhere and yeah unless somebody is like really dropping it down for me and giving me you know like this t-rex size opportunity of having a saturday night and funneling money into it and letting them you know do whatever they want like it's just not a fucking possibility actually handing queens a budget so they don't have to go into their own pockets of the money that you already don't pay them Hmm. yeah yeah maybe maybe pay for go-go boys that you asked to be there instead of asking the queens to tip out go-go boys that you asked to fucking be there yeah (laughs) that's definitely that's definitely a fucking (laughs) thing but like you know, I was also wondering that about like LA and like what it's going to look like when y'all yeah. return because all the bars are closing. All of them are closed. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't say that. Don't say that. There Every will be goddamn some bar's got a fucking GoFundMe now. I was like, uh, so damn. Gonna, yeah, 
no, no. I mean, the bars in WeHo, I think the the old standard bar, like Mickey's, I think will probably be fine. But for the most part, like Mickey's didn't let all the, like everyone perform. I've never performed at Mickey's. Yeah. yeah, I I was going to say, like, what does that mean for like girls like you? That means that girls like me, if the downtown bars close, I will not be performing because I do not get booked in WeHo. So I um, will not be working in L.A. I mean, luckily, my next gig is is that just like a drag, like a drag preference thing. Like, why don't you? I'm confused. I would. I I mean, I would. I would take a booking, but they're not off. Yeah. So I mean, the only only bookings I was getting offered were like, I I don't want to talk down about people or money, but like, we're fifty dollar gigs, and it was like I I would have to like lift myself all the way from downtown to WeHo and back, which is a hundred dollars in Uber fare. So I'm yeah. not going to pay you $50 to maybe make $10 in tips. Cause I know there's no one in the audience. I, it's kind of a yeah. shitty thing to say, but like, I it just didn't make sense for me. Someone who was trying to save money. Um, yeah. yeah. And now all the bars are non-existent. Luckily my next gig is the Holy tea Halloween tour of the UK. In oh October, shit. October, yes. October, 2021. So, um, maybe by October I'll finally have a show to do, but I don't think I'll be in a club anytime soon. Fuck. God, it's so bleak just having to fucking say that. But I mean, honestly, I mean, I could go to Florida with Candy Muse. <laughs> girl, we better, oh all the God. girls are going to Florida to get the gigs. Apparently, all the girls like shut off their social media, and just next thing you know, they in Florida. Yeah, except for uh, mm, mm, I talked about it on my podcast, so it's fine. I uh, my favorite is the pictures of Candy Muse just like face to face with complete strangers in the bar, no mask. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, no. You couldn't even act. You couldn't even pretend. She like oh no. out of Roxy Andrews' uh, hand, and then like licked her finger i was like you oh. want it you're begging for it <laughs> you're begging for it oh you're my god <laughs> that sounds fucking awful also, like i understand where she's coming from she probably just dropped a cool ten thousand twenty thousand dollars i was about to costume. say girl she needs that she money back so money. yeah yeah like the that's girls. that's the horrible fucking catch 22 that we're in right now like risk our lives or risk ruining everything that we fucking yeah. been. And unfortunately, <laughs> risking your life uh, right now is uh, you make more money doing that. <laughs> you know, like, honest to God, fucking truth, you make more fucking money doing that, which is like why we always try to remind people too to be like, make sure you're like tipping these fucking queens. Make sure you're still supporting these online shows and buying this fucking merch and like following and supporting any of the fucking things that they're working on because like this was our fucking livelihood and this is a real fucking career as much as people don't want to call it a job and like fucking try and shade us on that like this is a real fucking career i have spent my entire life training to be a fucking actor in some fucking sort like training to do everything that i do all the training i've done in the past 10 fucking years like we've put so much work into this and it, ugh, it's just ugh, i could fucking go on about that forever it drives me so crazy right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm tired the fuck said it wasn't a job Girl, these girls do it all the fucking it's time. Your job you, until you stop making money. You know what I mean? They like exactly. Like, oh, damn, this is your job. I'm so proud of you. Oh, you're not making money, and the government's not assisting you. Maybe you should go get a real job. And it's like, what do you mean go get? It was real until this happened. 
and that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what keeps happening. Like these people being like, "Time for you to get a real job," and I'm like, "Oh, so it was a real fucking job when I was getting your ass past lines and getting you drinks and making sure that you were safe in the club and doing everything fucking else. It was a real job, but now it's not." Oh, okay. and what job do you want me at? Tell me, where do you want Literally. me sitting behind yeah. the desk trying to help right. you? Tell me one thing. Like, people, people really think that people become professional drag queens just because it's fun. No, bitch. This is all I got. Okay? <laughs> Like literally, <laughs> this, this is, is my like, thing. This is my this fucking is thing. Like this is it, babe. Like I tried the workforce. It wasn't for me. Yeah, I don't look at serving ice cream. I don't look at serving white people. <laughs> <laughs> I did that you shit know, for like, fucking years, and it was like the most depressing like moments of my life. And like drag has changed my life in so many fucking ways. But it gave me some sort of purpose and made me feel like fulfilled and like you know, hey, I'm doing this thing that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a performer in some sort. So, like, that is my fucking thing. Like, so hearing somebody, like, you know, constantly telling me that it's time to do something real, invest in something real or something like that, like, it's just got me on the verge of fucking stabbing somebody in the eye. Like, I really want to take somebody out. And it's always crazy to me that those people, if you're speaking of, like, people on Twitter and shit like that, it's always really crazy to me that the people who say that are the people who still live with their parents. Oh, oh, and, oh. and can't pay bills because Honey. they're 15. So, Honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that, too. Yeah, I you, think You are in grown folks' business, and if I clap your ass, you're going to be mad. So. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Well, you know, it's a new fucking day. It is a new fucking day in America and in our lives. And let's hope that yeah, let's shit only gets mommy, better from here. Let's pray that Daddy Biden, you know, takes an L early and Mommy Kamala can take over and be the real president of the United States of America. And I, I, <laughs> I keep seeing people say that and I'm like, holy shit, I would be okay with it. <laughs> it'd be crazy to me it'd be crazy to me if they just like rocked it for like six months and biden was like you know what let me sit down (laughs) (laughs) over it (laughs) oh my god i could like absolutely see that you know i think that also like is us like really leaning towards somebody who's like a little bit closer in age and like hoping that that will also mean that these policies and changes that we're all fighting for will actually coming to play but we we will fucking see because you know i don't have i don't have too much hope in that they also could be taking the biden approach and like you know having biden do four to four to eight years how many he can do and then just have kamala come behind him so she's in office for longer oh we'll, we'll see well, how miss cop works out you know i'd love yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean I want, that's like... what we got now <laughs> I want like a young faggot. Like, I, we need like a young homosexual in office. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Not that young, Bambi. The the messiest, right? Just like <laughs> the messiest president to ever exist, child, would be a gay person. But like a lesbian. A lesbian, a yes. Lesbian a lesbian, definitely. Lori Lightfoot, but a lesbian. Yes, a lesbian definitely. Actually, I would put all my trust in that. A black lesbian. Could you imagine yeah. Lori Lightfoot walking up in that suit? I can't. Yes, <laughs> yes I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Not in that fucking Adams family suit she's always wearing. 
I'm like, the gays really set her up. Ain't nobody on her team. They really set her up. No, you know she lives down the street from my house, too. So, like, when all that shit was going down this summer, like, our entire block was swatted the fuck down. Like, we could not go anywhere because cops were on top of us. And it was hard to even, like, get down the street. Ew. I know. Chicago's too small. Right? <laughs> like, you don't have those I moments. That's the like, opposite. Anytime I'm in Chicago, I'm like, Chicago's too big. Why is it taking me 45 minutes to get across town? <laughs> I mean, well, like, L.A., hello. You can drive, like, an hour inside of L.A. and still be in L.A. That's true. That's true. I live in the that's shittiest true. city in America right now. <laughs> are you are you in Skid Row? No. I used to live on Skid Row. Now I live in Los Feliz, which is, I think, one of the nicer parts of L.A. Oh, I love I love Los Feliz. We had like an Airbnb there last time. Yeah, it's gorgeous. That's so super fucking cute. Well, I can't wait to fucking come back and visit. Yeah, and visit, I can't... come stay with me. Come and I can't wait door. to fucking. <laughs> I just can't wait to see you back on a fucking stage again, man. Like meatballs. I don't know if I can wear the heels. I don't know if I can Girl. do it. I... Bitch, that shit's gonna hurt so much. It hurts so bad. I did a video so where bad. I tried to do a cartwheel. I tried it three times. Every time I just fell straight to the ground. I was like, I can't even do cartwheels and heel anymore. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so bad. Fuck. I know, yeah. That's just gonna be a uphill battle too. I'm like, now nah, I gotta swing around 300 pounds. Fuck. This is too much. Sounds legendary. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I love my bitches because they stay hyping me up. They're like, you better shake that legendary fat ass, bitch. You got fat more than you. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I said, well, eat them up. <laughs> God damn it. Well, Meatball, I just want to say thank you again thank for joining for us today. It's been so wonderful. It has been such a blast being able to chat with you. And like, where can everybody find you and support you during this shitty ass uh, panoramic time? Uh, but please follow my Instagram. It's at Spiciest Meatball. Or go listen to my podcast with Big Dipper. It's called Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. It's available wherever podcasts are. And I, that's maybe go look at my YouTube. There might be a new video. There probably won't be. <laughs> there might be a new video and uh if you're overseas in october you'll be one of the lucky people that gets to fucking see meatball in person so please make sure you do that um i know that a lot of my european friends don't know about tipping but pull out the pull out the money for them if you they really you, don't and it's okay they don't it's okay they don't yeah <laughs> and it's and exactly i'm always like it's fine it's I'm fine you know. what they do is they pay for the meet and greet and then they bring you like fingernails and like little toys and things like they're over That's in the UK cute. they're really into like bringing you gifts and it feels so nice so I love that. I do love that I like absolutely fucking love getting drag gifts and I'm totally that queen that's got like shit sitting around that people have given me or like um, packs I, of gum just bring me a pack of gum my brother's always funky by the end of the night uh, yeah oh. honestly yeah that will always help a queen a fucking pack of gum some all toys bitch do so Miss <laughs> I, will, I don't know that, if I can still drink. I haven't had yeah. one in a while. I was about to say, like, y'all don't have to get me to 2023 on that because I cannot drink for shit no more. It's not, I have two beers and I'm like passed out. It's honestly kind of wild to me how we used to throw it back back in the day. I'm like, damn. We used to drink like literal bottles of Jameson uh -huh. in a night. Uh -huh. it's deadly, honey. Literal bottles of Jameson in a night, we would fucking drink and get home from the club and be like, "Well, I mean, I'm still up," and then drink. Yeah, 
<laughs> like a fucking mess. Like our livers must be loving us after this fucking year off. Mm-hmm. Mine is. Our- Bye, Bambi. Whatever. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much again for joining us, Meatball. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, all right. Meatball. Bye. <laughs> Thank Cheers. you again, Meatball. Bye. Bye, Meatball. We love you, babe. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, she better with the Houston with the Houston number seven one three. I see you, sis. Seven one three. No, fuck that. I'm eight three two, bitch. I'm seven one three. Uh, I love them Houston area codes. They have a new one. What's the new one? Uh, three, four, six, I think. Ew, that's ugly. It is. I don't know. It gives very suburb vibes. You know? See, I remember when A32 was the new one. Right, 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 right. I was right. a part of that group. That's My mom still has an A32 number, too, because of that. Girl, I don't know. Damn. So, Miss Bambi, um, yeah. that was a cute little episode. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. That was so much fun. I love it. Like, Meebaw was one of those guests where, like, I didn't try to really create, like, a path or questions for. I was like, this is just one that you kind of just, you kind of just go with. You just run with this conversation. Yeah, she really has a lot to say. I love people like that. Like, especially as a bitch who just, like, loves to listen. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a lot to say. I kind of live for because I very much am that girl who, like, when you first meet me, I'm going to just be, like, looking at you for the first at least 20 minutes to be like, who is this person and what is their story? You know, Girl, watching, um, Bambi is not lying. I was watching the bling empire and they were talking about negotiations and I was like, wow, that's really how I view life. Like you let the person talk first, see what they offer. And then you start talking. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. What are you getting into? I don't know. Maybe I'm just paranoid. <laughs> I mean, that has a little bit to do with it, but pandemic got me paranoid. Okay. <laughs> Meatball's like one of those queens too that I love that like she she should be paid extra for the fact of how well she can deal with people and continue conversations because oh, sure. I, I get to a point where I just start to get like really fucking annoyed and I'll be like ugh everybody's talking to me too much I'm tired of this oh, yeah I've definitely <laughs> and, been there where you've left the circle as I was speaking to you I've been no, I'm just <laughs> I have not done that to you. Lucy, Lucy very much is that girl who's like, okay, I'm going to go over here. I got to go deal with this. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is me. I can't even lie. That is <laughs> no, that's all of us. That's all of us. <laughs> uh, well, I love finding an excuse to duck away, bitch. I girl, love that favorite, shit. Look, I'm going to let them know since we ain't been in the clubs in a minute, but my excuse was, where's Chloe? Yeah. Oh, oh my God, bitch. <laughs> Next thing Bambi has is gone and needs a babysitter. <laughs> Where Chloe at? Let me go find her, y'all. So, Miss Bambi, I think it's that time of the day. Uh, can you smoke weed right now? I can't, but um, you know, I, I light up in spirit. Like I'm, about, I'm gonna get high after this. I just can't. Okay. You know. Here, let me. Uh, I'm gonna light it for you then. I'm gonna light it for you then. But while cool. I'm while I'm taking this hit, maybe you can tell everybody how they can support our weed habit. Oh yes, baby. So if you want to support Lucy Stool and I, the Black Tees host, and also the producers, don't forget the producers, um, and our weed fund, you can hit us on that Cash App. That's dollar sign B L A Q E E A. You okay? Look, yeah. I spelled it wrong anyway. You can hit yeah, us on yeah. that cash <laughs> app at T H E B L A Q U E T 
T-E-A. That's the Black Tea Baby. Yes. Please send us some coin for some ganja. Thank you so much. That's right, girls. You know, some people like their champagne where we like to smoke our fucking weed. And it sure does keep us having giggly, fun-ass, informative conversations with all of you lovely, lovely people. So I think we have went a pretty long time today. We have given y'all our all. And uh, it's it's about time for me to go have a beer and take this face off. Hell yeah, girl. I, I honestly, like... I get staying in the mug after because, you know, we used to having it on, but start taking that shit off immediately. It's so bad for your skin. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Like, I think, uh, I think of those days when we used to wear makeup for like 16 hours in a row and I'm like, how dare. Girl. (laughs) Man, be the best response. Girl. (laughs) Like, I just like, anytime I have makeup on for longer than like six hours i'm like what am i doing and with my life like <laughs> honestly just because it melts off so fast i'm so sweaty anyway <laughs> <laughs> before we just end up just continue this conversation on my name's lucy stool and i'm Bambi banks Goulet. it was another fantastic episode of the black tea we'll the see black you next tea. time see you next time sippers sip on baby yeah <laughs> sippers Sip tea, the darker girl is sweeter. Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever. Kick back with two of your favorite divas. Let's talk, let's talk. Start it, give it something you can feel, yeah. No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah. Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah. Don't you know it's high time for high tea? Hey, y'all. The Black Tea is a volunteer podcast. If you would like to donate to our production staff and our fucking gorgeous hosts, our cash app is dollar sign the Black Tea. That's dollar sign T-H-E-B-L-A-Q-U-E-T-E-A. If you include your Instagram handle with your donation description, you will receive a shout out with our weekly donors. Thank you so much, Sippers. Stay Black. <laughs>